Facts. I mean, I'm not against it. Ready. MTB. You gonna leave us hanging? Thanks. Producer. Cheers. I'll take it over. Cheers to uh, episode five. Ooh. Mike, you lied. Yeah, shitty ones. Anyone can win an award if you rig it. it look it's at like it, they it's like they presented the award. It's their own award they just gave out. Like best tasting tequila Varg company. Yo, what's up, guys? Yo, yo, yo. And we're back. And just like that, we are back. All right. How goes it, Mike? Oh, it's fantastic, man. How have you been? Good. Um, I mean, right off the bat, you might, you might, obviously, well, not right off the bat, you might not realize as a listener, but uh, we were down a man tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very sad um set of events yeah um high fives is just low fives now and apparently he just he doesn't have what it takes to be a a pro podcaster yeah we're gonna have a intervention yeah and we're gonna get all of our loved ones together and we go over and have a talk with them just to let them know we love them we Mm -hmm. support them support him and he's needed here and just help him get back on yeah, track. Yeah, I mean, I just hope, you know, he realizes this podcasting life, it, it ain't for the faint of heart. No, no. I mean, I had to wake up and do a thousand push-ups today. Yeah, people Every are day. scared of me. I'd drive a Dodge Stratus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'd be scared. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's, um, that's, that's Seth, if you're listening to this. We love you. But, uh, you know. We miss you. Nope. We need you. Nope. We're going to carry this thing on. He will be back. He will be back. He will be back next week. Seth isn't feeling good today. Even if it's just a life-size cutout, something of that something. sort. Something, yeah. He'll be here in spirit, in your hearts, Yeah. and with you in all of your journeys. <laughs> Seth is alive and well, people. I hope you don't think he's like dead or anything. No. He, um, He's just not used to working hard. And he has been putting his body through hell the last like three weeks. Yeah, hard work's not for everyone. Yeah, this hard work is not for everyone, especially apparently. uh, He's an amateur podcaster. We're professionals because we show up to work, but it's cool. Been doing this for months. Yeah, we uh, we'll go forward. So, uh, what's up, Mike? How was your week? Oh man, it was uh, it was pretty good. You know, it, it feels like I'm kind of getting back into the natural lifestyle of things. Yeah. You know, everything. we got the shows happening regularly now. Mm-hmm. Going back inside the mousetrap. Inside and outside. S- seeing all the other shows happening. Yeah. You know, I like that hat you're rocking. Thank I see you. everywhere now. They're dope. The Solus. Solus fam. Solus mm-hmm. presents. That's I, what's up. Dude, I didn't get to go to that show. I was having to... I got off work and I had to rush over to Sky Bar right away. But, <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. What was it Dude, like, you missed a banger. I, I've heard. You missed a banger. Those boys are not playing games. Yeah. Uh, fucking, I think they had, what, Yum Yum 
started the night off. Um, Brian and Levi straight up set the tone for the night. Those and they just continued from there. Every person that stepped up, Rince, Wiley Coyote, Jordan Moody, Uju, like all of them showed up with fucking tunes. Like, Damn. Big hitters. And the mousetrap, man, like that's the spot. It's, it's just got a special feel to it. Yeah. It really does. And it's, it's home for our type of music. Like you're able to be yourself. It's, for the most part, a big happy family. You know, like everyone looks forward to seeing each other. It's just the vibes are fucking incredible. Yeah, you know, it's really cool because I didn't, before I got into the music scene, I didn't really go out much. Mm -hmm. So when I did go out, it's like your normal group you're with always. Yeah. But what's so awesome about the events we go to Mm -hmm. is you go there and you see everybody you know. Yeah. Everybody's at the same thing, so it's like a never like a continuous party. Yeah, you get to see your friends all the time. So cool. And it's like they're you know, they're a show friend. You know, you Uh have so many show friends. You have a ton of friends, but you have all these people you you're like, I might not see you outside of shows, but when I see you, I enjoy seeing you. You know, Mm -hmm. I enjoy running into you. I hope the best for you. I hope you're doing good. What's up? Give me a fucking hug. Um and there's it's literally like that for everyone. You can see it and feel it. Mm-hmm. Everyone that shows up to the mousetrap is just ready to have a good time. And you do. You know, my parents actually came to a show one time. And my parents are definitely not the type of people that go to the mousetrap. Yeah, they're not your, yeah. your, your customer base, the mousetrap's customer no, base. Not my target audience at all. Mm-hmm. But um, they were really impressed with what they saw there. You know, just the community there. Yeah. And they were kind of expecting to be, you know, at a bar playing the. Yeah, it was. It was a night figure played. Actually. They're kind of like expecting more of like a dive bar, just like mm-hmm. not a lot going on or something. Yeah, and just to see the energy and how everyone was with each other, and yeah, everyone was just so friendly and so you know, so loving, hugging each other, accepting, and, excited to see each mm-hmm. other. Yeah, that shit rubs off. Yeah, like I, uh, I mean, just just last night, uh, I met Isaac Uju's dad. Oh, nice. He, dude, you should have seen him. He was on cloud fucking nine. Um, just like watching, he came up to me. Mm-hmm. I was wearing, um, I was wearing my cool like a uh, cotton candy Rekno jersey, and but I had the nameplate uh, FTSU. Fuck that shit up for yeah, yeah. their track they have together. Uh, and his dad came up to me. He goes, "That's my son." Yes. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And he goes, "Isaac, Uji, that's my son." I was that's like, awesome. Oh, tight. Um, and I just chatted with him for, you know, maybe, maybe five minutes at our, we had multiple actual interactions throughout the night, but like chatted with him for five minutes. Uh, and I was just like, Hey, I hope you know, like outside of this music, your son is actually like a really cool, like nice person. And every interaction I've ever had with him has been super genuine. Um, and I hope you know that just, you can, you can obviously see it here, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody is showing out, showing love, showing support. Um, but his dad literally looks at me and goes, yeah, he gets it from me. <laughs> That's <laughs> I was, awesome. I, I, told, I told Isaac that, and he's like, that motherfucker, of course he would, of course he would. But you could see the joy in his dad's face. Like, he was up on stage at one point behind when, when the whole fucking Solus fam came out, um, and they were all just B2B, just doing mm-hmm. whatever. His dad 
came behind the decks and was jumping up and down with them, yes. getting it. Uh, and it was just cool to see that, like see that support. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, it's special. No, for sure. I you know I think I played uh, the Freddie Freddie Todd Mr. Bill show, mm -hmm. and I want to say I met his aunt there. I'm not sure right, if it was his aunt, but just to see support from family members, the things we do. Yeah, it's it is big. It's it's a little different in our scene because. I don't know. I I feel like there is a bunch of community and a lot of love and like we're not I mean some people have families they don't want to associate with associate with but most of the people I know like we're about having those good connections, those good relationships. Oh yeah. Know? I mean everyone's searching for them. Mm -hmm. Uh like but I know me personally before I got into our scene I uh I grew up in Fort Wayne. Okay. Um did not know that. Yeah, I grew up in Fort Wayne. So, and then when I was 17, I I was real young for my class. So, 17, graduated uh, high school. Um, my parents, uh, they're they're both nurses, and they were like, "We're done with Indiana. Mm -hmm. We're gonna go be travel nurses." So they dipped out to California. So I'm looking around. I'm like, "Well, what am I gonna do?" So I go to Indy, right? And I go to Indy because a bunch of my friends are going to IUPUI. And my sister's there. So I was like, mm -hmm. at least I'll have somebody around. Um, in college, great time. Love uh, love Indianapolis. Like, But, I, you know, I got out of college, and I realized, like, all these friends I made, I was I, a lot of them left. And then I was like, I guess these are just, like, party friends. I didn't make, yeah. like, deep connections with people. And I think that's just, like, you know, a maturity thing, too. When you're younger, you don't technically seek out deep, meaningful relationships, you know, you just kind of get turned, yep. go to class, hang out, play video games. Uh, you don't have those, those deep conversations. So I was kind of just looking around at one point. I'm like, who, I, do I even have any friends anymore? <laughs> you know, like who, who, who are the people I go to? And that's when I went to Electric Forest mm -hmm. and then it just blew the doors open and his, this music scene and indie has just given me so many relationships and so many deep connections and has introduced me to beautiful like true genuine people yes and it's crazy and it's like it's what this music is trying to breed like we're all trying to work together support each other um and you feel that like mm -hmm. it's just it's happiness you know and i i sometimes wonder if Festivals are a big reason for that kind of scene sprouting up in indie, because I, w you know, I was working a ton back when, when I wanted to go out of this stuff, so I didn't get to actually come to the shows until I wasn't working and it was just involved. And uh -huh. festivals were already a huge thing, you know. Um, but there is kind of a this, you know, that same community at least on the first few days. I feel like that community dies when everybody's leaving the parking lot at a festival and yeah. just out to kill each other. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh man, I've been going a hundred miles an hour yeah. for four days. <laughs> <laughs> I need a bed. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's it's really interesting that we have that in Indy. Mm -hmm. And I think it'd be really cool if we can see that grow even more and more. Yeah. And you see that kind of community happening even in the surrounding cities. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I've been down to Evansville. It's a cool group of guys. Yep. Um, and I know Muncie is starting to do more yeah. events. Fort Wayne is starting to do more events. Mm -hmm. 
Where else? Uh, I, Terra Haute. The Haute is oh, yeah, Haute the, doing well, some more stuff. We were doing stuff down there. Yeah. Um, it was kind of hit or miss. We had okay. a little bit of a base thing going there. Yeah. But the people I know down there. Are but guarantee it's bigger than sure. what it was five years ago. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's growing organically mm-hmm. uh, because people go and they have these times at festivals and they see what could be. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're surrounded by so many people of different backgrounds, different circumstances, and none of that shit fucking matters. For real. None of it. You go to a stage and you just enjoy music and you enjoy being surrounded by people who are just looking for the same thing you are, just to have a good time, to be loved, to be mm-hmm. to f- find connections with people. And then you're like, oh, man... The festival's over. What do I do? And indie now, though, is turning into a thing where it's like this. You can have that all the time. Like people are around. the The music is here. The talent is here. Like this could be a a new hub for this type of music. I I completely agree. And I think you know they they use that term plur. Yeah. Plur. Yeah. And I I don't I don't really say that, but I. I think that is kind of what attracts people to it. Even though I don't see it universally everywhere uh-huh. and everything, and people that say it a lot of times aren't really all about that. Yeah. But that's what it attracted me to all this stuff. Yeah. The acceptance. There's no judgment on, you know, every single one of my friends and people I connect with is so extremely different than the other. Mm-hmm. Nobody's the same. And yeah. And we all still click. Yeah. And that's what I love. I don't want to be around people who are just like me. No. And yeah. It's boring. I, I mean, I love myself, but, mm-hmm. like, man, I, I don't want to hang out with me yeah. all the time, every single day. Like, I, I get enough of myself in my head. Yeah, exactly. Give me a break. Give me a freaking break. And I... I want to hang out with Slow Boy. Yeah, same. And, you know, I'm hanging out with, like, famous streamers now. Oh. Yeah. Pro streamers. Pro streamers. Pro streamers is what we're going for. Yeah. yeah, I mean you're you're not wrong. No, I, you're, I know I'm you're not, not wrong. I'm usually not wrong, dude. So, yeah. Um, oh, you want to do a shot? Yeah, let's do a shot before you let's tell do us. Do a about shot. Your fame. My face was uh, definitely straighter than yours. Yeah. You had a look of disgust. I really talked this tequila up, and it's not what I thought yeah, it was. But I get over here to do this freaking podcast and mike's like look at this this exotico tequila i got it's supposed to be really good we pop not supposed to be i thought it was really good well a man of simple tastes apparently i need to teach this man some culture Mm -hmm. maybe pick up a book you know (laughs) get another word under the belt 33 of them i just need to read them um yeah we pop the top on this tequila that Mike was saying is apparently award-winning, and it's it's winning some awards, but uh, in my book, it's like worse tequila. Like, you win. No, there's a worse tequila out there. I know that. I don't know the name of it, but it's... So then you don't know. I'm going to buy it just so we can try it next time, and I'm going to bring the, have that contest. I'll bring the best tequila, and we can just do, like, back and forth. What is like, the best tequila? Uh, that I know of. Uh, I have a bottle of it sitting on my fridge right now. It's like a $100 bottle of tequila. Um, the brand is Addictivo, I think. Addictivo Tequila. Um, you Sounds can only like a ripoff of the name Exotico. Uh, maybe it's... N- <laughs> I don't think so, but 
They might have ripped that name off. Huh? Yeah, I, I'm. Whenever we do a taste test, you'll see who ripped who off okay, or who would have. Okay. But, anyways, yeah, Mike's tequila's trash. But onwards and upwards. <laughs> uh, but streaming. yeah, we're streaming, streaming. There we go, dude. Today, so you know, I know we touched lightly on my new project or little journey I'm attempting to go on with uh, the streaming and man like so yesterday I've been trying to you know always stay engaged with my page my you know who's following me um, so yesterday I just go out for lunch with Lex and we're at Flatwater I take a picture of her you know with some drinks and sin um, put up on on my page and say hey I'm gonna be live tomorrow at 12 to 5 mm-hmm. well it's seven in the morning, you know. I'm still up from the Solus Boys takeover. Excuse me. And I was like, "Damn it! Like, I really wanted to stream tomorrow on Sunday. Like, it's an opera. It, the reason I wanted to do it on Sunday as well. It's another opportunity. There's not a lot of the the big streamers who take a lot of viewership on the platform. You know, they stream Monday through Fridays. Mm-hmm. So on the weekends, there's a lot more." viewership up for grabs yeah so i wanted to test the waters on that so i was like so yesterday in my mind i'm like man i'm gonna stream 12 to 5 and then 7 a.m hits and i'm like fuck i'm still up go to bed matt go to bed you can do it you know you have followers you told them you're gonna be live you made a promise i'm made a commitment and they made a commitment mm-hmm. when they decided to follow me so i'm gonna show up so i get there at 12 30 <laughs> 30 minutes late, and man, it was the best stream I've had yet. That's awesome. Like, it was so much fun. Like, I had the most interaction I've had yet, reached, oh, reached about 2,000 people, uh, streamed for six hours. People were donating money to me. Um, family members of mine stopped in, bunch of friends. I... Uh, just random people have started following the page who I have no idea who they are and they're starting to support me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's weird. It's like this little, you know, I'm, it's young and it's small and it's only, I think as of five minutes ago, 182 followers, but it's mine. Yeah. You know, and it's, I'm curating this community community and it's, it's, it's cool. Like I'm literally sitting there playing the games I love talking to people who support me and love me and man like it's coming out like i donations flying out i had I reached the most shares i've ever had six hours of streaming and by the time i got done i really didn't even want to end the stream mm-hmm. i just had to come and do pro podcaster stuff yeah you know so schedule. uh like uh alexis's little brother popped in the stream at the very end uh it was the last game and he goes 20 bucks for if you get a dub I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll get a dub. And it's me and my buddy Floyd playing who I love Floyd, but he's a he can be a sack of potatoes sometimes. <laughs> like not super worth worthwhile, but it's like Floyd, do everything I tell you to do. <laughs> and motherfucker did. And we dubbed it up. We fucking ran that shit, got a W to end the stream, paid me. Uh but it's just cool, man. I don't know. I'm like I'm super excited about it. Yeah, dude, that's so fun, especially something that I know you said you've been wanting to do this for a while. Yeah, like years. 
and just starting it and getting that kind of response already. Is, mm-hmm. That's awesome. Dude, I had so much anxiety, like, going into it. Um, I know, like, I, I have a lot of good friendships and connections with people, um, but you get into your own head, you know? Yeah. You're like, am I entertaining? And, you know, what if I'm on stream and I just suck mm-hmm. for that day? You know, like, are people going to be like, oh, this dude's actually not good. He's a poser. Yeah. He, you know, like, uh, so you just, you, you build up all these reasons of why you shouldn't do it. And then the first day I go live and finish, you know, there's a couple people came and watched, and I was ecstatic. And I was like, none of this, everything I built up was just not true. Mm-hmm. Every, everything I told myself I couldn't do was just not true. Like, I am capable. People, the people are supporting me. Friends are supporting me, telling me I can do it, coming and hanging out with me. And, like... What, why, why are you telling yourself you can't do these things? Yeah, for real. You know, like, I'm sure you, you've had similar shit oh. with, with DJing, producing, and, and just putting yourself out there. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, the very first open decks I played, the first chance I got to play in front of people, I had a board how old, how old were you? I was 32. 32. Yeah. Damn. So you would, like, yeah, I'd, okay. I'd given up on it for a how while. How old are dude. you now? I'm 35 now. Okay. So You're I, 35? Yeah. You do not look like a 35-year-old. You look yeah. like a young man. I, you know, you know, you're keeping it tight. Drink, drink your water. Yeah, yeah drink, you. drink your shitty tequila. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what it is. It's that exotica. It's got some, <laughs> some uh, health benefits. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I, I'd been working, and I, got, I was out of a bad relationship, and mm-hmm. just started fucking hitting the decks after yeah. a while so you're just like what do i do with my time i'm mm-hmm. gonna put my energy into some music yeah and i've been producing just stuff for myself you know just because i love to create music yeah um and did you have a background of a background of music like yeah, did you yeah. play instruments growing up yeah i was doing different bands and okay so it's like all yeah. this punk stuff okay i knew that i knew that yeah little kid. sometimes you have to jog my memory because yeah. i forget but yeah, I'm okay here for it thank you thank you thank you um but I I was at work and I I wasn't really expecting to go out and play live. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the Mousetrap had this open deck saying, "I'm like, fuck, I gotta sign up for it." Yeah. And I was so nervous about it because I hadn't been out to a show in forever. Uh-huh. And I was just like, "All right, I'm gonna go." And then I then the day of, I'm like, maybe I'll, it was first come first serve. Yeah. I was like maybe I'll show up a little later so I don't have like the spot in front of everybody uh-huh. you know, i just go up there and play and I'm like no screw it i'm gonna be the first one yeah there. be the first one get your time yeah. slot and the only person that beat me was forrest well fuck you forrest <laughs> that's how him and if I you play. listen to this forrest we're coming for you <laughs> no uh um, i am mike might not I, I i literally am i'm coming for you yeah i got your back you it'll took it'll take us both you took my boy's slot mother <laughs> But uh, that's how I met a lot of the first people I got involved with in the scene. Okay. That night, and who was who else was? Do you remember who else was on open decks that night? Because I know like the scene has been taking off in the years, so I'm interested. Like who was who was with you when you started? So the people I remember, Network played right after me. Okay. Devin. Yeah. I don't know him. I'm Um, familiar. Then Kraken played. I don't know if it was if he played as Kraken. I think he might have played with somebody else. Probably some like hardcore dubstep back then, some, yeah, some hardcore rhythm. I honestly don't even remember what what he played. He's he's pretty more like <laughs> he's deep dub, deep dub now, yeah. right? That's what I thought. 
Um, Scrooge played that night. Tricky Ricky played that night. Oh, no. Tricky Ricky showed up late, but that's where I met him. Okay. He didn't get a spot, so he was... See? I mean, show up on time. Yeah, show up on time. Tricky Ricky. (laughs) Snacks played. Synchronoise, who was actually shy at that point. That was three years ago? Yeah. That's, that's like, right when I got into the scene, then. Three years ago this coming May. Mine... So, that's... That's wild how it kind of lines up because Electric Forest 2017, so was that June? Yeah. June, what it's like when I f- just ever first got introduced to electronic music. So yeah. then I came into it. But See, the first, the first forest I went to was 2016. Okay. Yeah, I went to the 2017 one. Right? Yep. I haven't been since. Oh, so. yeah. I've been 2017, 2018, 2019. Yeah, I'm hoping to get a go. I'm, are they doing it this year? They're supposed they they haven't really released much information, but they have backup dates in August. I want to go to that so bad. Yeah, I'm all in. I have my tickets still. Yeah, yeah. I imagine a lot of people still have their tickets. Mm-hmm. For that. Oh yeah. I mean, people that are about the forest are about the forest. Dude, it's the shit. Yeah, I, I, I got engaged there. Really? Yeah. You know, High Rise got married there. Jesse Barnes did not know that. Yep. I mean, cool. CC got married there. Okay. So that's kind of uh, the shit, man. It's so cool. Yeah, that, my parents came to Forest. Really? Yeah, flew all the like way. They fucking loved it. That's like, awesome. Their favorite thing. It goes back kind of what we were talking about earlier with just the the camaraderie and the love that everyone has for each other. It, at the end of the weekend, they were they literally looked at me and they go, "We don't want to leave." That's like, awesome. We we enjoy hanging out with you and your friends, and we're a wild bunch. You know, yeah, yeah. you know how people get down. Uh, and th- they said their favorite part was just the the mornings and the, the afternoons before you even went into the festival. They they go all, just they liked witnessing all of our interactions. And like all of your interactions are pure, and you mm-hmm. can see the love you guys have for each other. Uh, and when they said that, I, was, I just kind of took a step back and just that's you know you need to appreciate those things because it, it is special. There's a lot of people who don't have that. Oh, for real. Uh, and it's just cool. I don't know. It was it was it was super cool to share that with my parents. Um, they love the forest. They want to go again. But back to open decks. I want to keep hearing your story. Oh yeah. Um, I think I named the people. That snacks played that night. Yeah, but like, tell me about the night. So what what was your time slot? Do you remember? I think I went on at eleven thirty. So I got a pretty decent spot. Yeah. I was trying to go on at twelve, but that's when. Um, I don't know why Forrest picked later, but yeah, Devin went on right after me. Okay. So, anyways, you know, it was it was good. You was know? there like a decent crowd? Yeah, it was a good crowd, good crowd interaction, and I actually, so I was so nervous. Yeah, let's let's do another. I was um, pour them up. We don't have to do them right now, but just you know, in case we're feeling frisky. I'm, I'm ready for it. Oh, but I Mike so, is lubricated. <laughs> I was so nervous before, and I was like. All right, let's have a few drinks, have a few drinks, and Maddie, you want a shot? No. No? Cool. All right, whatever, MTB. MTB ain't ride or die. I'll do a shot. Oh, pour it up. Peer pressure. Pour it up. Pour up. Drink. Headshot. Drink. So Those was, are my own lyrics. I was pretty, uh, pretty lit when I got on stage, <laughs> um, and I was feeling it. And at the end of my set, you know, I probably had... We had 30-minute sets. I probably had two more beers when I was up there. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to close up my stuff, and I spill my beer on my laptop, pick it up, and I'm like, 
shaking it off, like trying to get it off. And I spill it again on my laptop. Oh, rookie mistake. I know. I, if I was the whoever books the talent, I would be like, man, this guy, throw his application away. He's done. Yeah, well, I obviously didn't get a big start that night. So. <laughs> MCB, but. cheers. Clink, 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 clink. I did get the approval. <coughs> yeah, that's not good. I beat you that time again. Yeah. I got to work on my, my game face you with that. Hot. Ugh. It's got a weird, like, vanilla like a weird vanilla aftertaste. No, it's just bad. It's just bad. Yeah, Maddie, Maddie poured herself a death shot. <laughs> that thing was up to the brim. She's like, I don't want a shot. And then she takes basically two. Yeah. Going to call me out? I'm going in. <laughs> yeah, that one's a wild one. Fucking MTV. I'm yeah, I'm but <laughs> after, after that, we just kind of start hanging out. You know, you kind of saw other people's sets and yeah. start you know, to kind of connect with people. Yeah, got to feel for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Were you... So at that time, were you producing music, or was this strictly I had mixing? Music. Okay. Yeah, I I played everyone. I didn't play any of my original set. Night. Okay, so that was you mm-hmm. were playing all tunes. Everyone yeah. else's tunes. Was that just because? Was that your anxiety? Well, I just wasn't ready. Yeah. You know my my tracks. I hadn't been really producing a lot, and I just didn't have anything that I felt was worthy to put yeah. out there to yeah. showcase. How long did it take you until you got to the position where you actually wanted to put your own music out there? Um, I actually got on a producer showcase later that year, maybe the summer. Was that at the Mousetrap? Yeah. Okay. And it was after we went to this um, AU5 and Symbionic producer workshop. Okay. And a lot of the people that were there ended up playing the producer work, uh, producer showcase. Mm-hmm. It was kind of off night because I think a festival was going on. It might have been Forest. Probably because it so, takes out everyone. In, yeah, so we were in the Midwest, kind of literally. Yeah, and there weren't a lot of people there, but I had a couple tracks. Which, yeah, which are a lot different than my style now. But yeah, I was just kind of feeling things out. But it's still, point. I mean, the fact that you just put yourself out there, and honestly, it might maybe that's that gave you the confidence that not having as much people like, like you, you're like okay, there's not so many people here. If I fuck up, I won't be a total failure because all the cool kids were obviously at Forest. Yeah. So you know you were just, just us losers. At us home. losers at yeah. home, the lames <laughs> who stayed behind. You're like ah, their opinions trash. So if I suck, well, it- yes and no. I I mean, it didn't. I didn't have as much much anxiety about about playing it. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite things to do when I play shows now is put a track in there that I don't announce. I'm not like yo, this is my new original. Yeah. This is you just let it go. Yeah, and I see that genuine reaction from people. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I shout it out or say this is a track of mine, people have, especially people I know. Just play it up. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want that. I want the pure reaction well, yeah. from people. Yeah, um, yeah. Right? You want to see what's real. Exactly. I'm not just, I'm not here for my friends to pat me on the back. With no. Them. You know, I want to make stuff that really people can connect with. You want to make the music that you connect with and... The and like give that to the people, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like you're taking something from your brain and you're creating it just completely. Oh, for you know, sure. and it's like I don't know, like I from my perspective in the crowd, I look up at you, like some of my best friends, you, 
High Fives, Wee Wah, Akimbo. Um, and I see you guys doing your shit, and I'm just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I can't fathom what it takes or, like, the just everything, what you go through from the start to the finish of a track, putting everything together for a whole set and, you know, literally being on stage in front of people, doing things live, where if you fuck up, you're just like, oh, man, like, they're, they're going to know. Yeah, well, you know, I... Yes and no. Yes and no. I know you, like, you can get good at, like, recovery and mm-hmm. some things, but, like, there's some time... I've, I've been at the trap before where someone's playing, all of a sudden yeah. the music just kicks off, and they're like, fuck. Let me restart that, you know? You uh, get comfortable. Yeah, but I'm just like, man, like, in my perspective, and again, this, my brain is, I'm always thinking about, I'm just, I have a lot of anxiety with some stuff, mm-hmm. so I'm always thinking about, like, what other people are thinking, what other, just, I don't know, from everybody's perspective, and I just see you guys doing your thing, and man, I just give you guys so much props for, first off, just doing it, but fucking doing it well. Yeah, you know, thank you, thank you. it's it's super cool to see your friends, you know, doing what they love, doing it well and people enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I know you feel the same way because your friends are up there doing the same thing, you yeah. know, so you get to see it constantly. But, um, you know, from someone who like can't fathom that music creation side and literally creating things from scratch, it's super fucking cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, I I feel like there's a lot just in creating anything and putting content out even the same anxieties you were talking about mm-hmm. with streaming and like what you know people are gonna think i suck if i don't do good on yeah this match and yeah because i'll tell people like i'm actually good and then i'll sometimes get in matches and i'm just getting owned and i'm like what the fuck is going on yeah. today like jesus man get your shit together well and it could be that per you know somebody in the audience that one time they come to see you and you mm-hmm. have a bad show yeah or you, for me it's more about the flow of things. You can screw some things up and recover. Yeah. But if your track selection isn't right for the yeah. right time and uh-huh. the flow of it, the continuity. If you misjudged your, your crowd. Yeah. You know? And so, I mean, that's part of the reason I try not to ever pre-plan sets because uh-huh. you can make the best plan and not work so, out. So how does your brain work, like, with going into it? Do you... So you say you don't like to pre-plan sets. So, so how does that work? Do you... Do you just freewheel the whole thing, or what do you? Most of the time, I so I'll have like groups of songs that I know kind of flow together, okay, and different vibes for different groups. Uh You know, you don't want to be playing some really heavy shit if nobody's on the dance floor. Yeah, it's just weird. No, yeah, you want to you know lull them out. Yeah, then get them going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so like figuring out your environment, the people that are there. So be prepared for any kind of crowd that shows up and what energy they're they're kind of giving you yeah so you can reciprocate that to them and well, it's just like, kind of be it's, on the same page and build it up i feel like that's give and take then because you're mm-hmm. like all right i'm trying to get here yeah. you're giving me this you know like the crowd's energy is giving me like this is what i'm seeing so how do i get them there and, and like you have to just slowly yeah build that shit up you can't just go from to sleep hardcore you know you're like i gotta it's coming in waves yeah you know well, uh, and that's that's so cool to sit back and watch too. Just the the planning or like the I'm th- in, in 15 minutes I want them to be doing this. So what am I going to build up or what am I going to be mm-hmm. playing? You know, um, 
sometimes it's easier than others. Like you can get them hooked in, and then you're in control. Yeah, like, and then you're just like, I want to go. Yeah, we're fucking driving now, yeah. bitches. Fucking buckle up. And then sometimes you can't you can't pick a right song for your life. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that those are the times you get off. And you're like, man, what am I doing? Dude, if that ever happens again, just just ask me, and I'll just come up there. I'll throw on the <laughs> my own SoundCloud, and I'll just I'll play for you. I got you, Teo. Come on, yeah, Teo. Your time. Pro streamer, pro streamer will bring up Teo. <laughs> I, I, we could just hook up my live stream. And I'll just play it. in the background. Get the get the visuals. Yeah, yeah. Game. Just me poning noobs. Yeah. Victory kneels. <laughs> You know what a victory kneel is? No, I don't. It's Explain. A tea bagging. Oh, yeah. No, I know that. Yeah. I, so I didn't I just, know that name. I just, after you kill someone, now I just run up to someone and I go, victory kneels, victory kneels instead of tea bagging because it's a little more PC. Yeah. Yeah. We need to work on that. We haven't been doing that this stream, being more PC. I've dropped a few F bombs. I'm not here for PC bullshit. I'm here to get the real Teo and Slow Boy mentality. And thoughts, we're here for the realness. Yeah, if I just need to have some, you know, for fuck, I need to have like seven other words I can say written out. Frack. Yeah, I don't want to sound like that. Well, that's how you're gonna sound. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, it's how yeah. you're gonna sound. Well, dude. By the way, um, everyone listening to this, this so this is coming out on Tuesday. We're recording Sunday night. The fucking moon tonight, man. The moon was nice. That moon is hitting. That sh- we uh, before we started the podcast, um, I look at my phone and I have uh, Lex. Pretty much any time the moon's out, she texts me to look at the moon. Um, so pretty much every night I get a the moon text, but tonight she goes, "The fucking moon is huge. You got to go look at it." So obviously, we went. Out, me, slow, MTB, producer, researcher, legend. You all know her. Went and looked and stared at the moon, and that shit smacked. Yeah, I love looking at that shit. They called it the worm, and it's this year's first supermoon. So it's the this year's first supermoon? Called the worm. That's what it says. See, Mike, we're making magic tonight. Yeah. Supermoon, super podcasters, Seth. You're weak, son. <laughs> I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out, high fives. I need more from you. We'll get him here. He was about to come, I think. He was about to, about to show up. We just went easy on him. If I had a dollar for every time Seth was about to come, I'd have so many dollars. Yeah? Yep. Stacks. Racks. Oh, we have Ooh. some other moons coming oh, up here. Oh, okay. Hit him with it. April 26th, we got the pink moon. In May 26th, it looks like we are going to have the flower moon. Yeah. Why do they call them those? Do you, I have no idea. A flower moon and a pink moon, Sometimes huh? they go with different, like, harvesting seasons. Oh, so... Sturgeon moon? July 23rd, we have the Nuck If You Buck moon. <laughs> wow. The 22nd is the sturgeon moon. I feel like that has something to do with fish... Well, I mean, sturgeon is a yeah. fish, so well, thanks mean, for connecting the dots there, Mike. It's <laughs> but like very like profound of you. Maybe it's like the best time to catch sturgeon in that season. Yeah. Hey, fact checker says I'm right. Well, I mean, she's kind of... Sturgeon fish are usually caught at that time of year in the Great Lakes in Lake Chaplin. 
We need to get you a mic. You just need to extend your mic out to her. Say it, Say again. it again for the pod. For the people, MTB. <laughs> that, that is usually the time of That's year some when bullshit. fish are caught. Well, yeah, from all my past fishing experiences, um, which are a couple. Yeah. Um, never sturgeon and not in years. Yeah, I'm going to concur on that. But definitely sturgeon season during the sturgeon moon. So watch out, folks. You might just catch a sturgeon. You could. In or August. a marlin. In August. In August. Yes, that's the sturgeon time. Um, the warm moon is a reference to the earthworms that start appearing in the soil in early spring. Ooh. Okay. Early spring? Earthworms, oh, okay. dude! I saw nice the worm moon. monster worm last night. We were we were doing some yard work in my parents' house and finding some very interesting rocks. Honestly, rocks are just awesome. I think I'm gonna get a rock polisher. Yeah. Yeah. Found some. We had some geodes. Cracked them open. We had, even to our house. We have tons of crystals and mm-hmm. whatever. They got quartz just laying everywhere at my parents' house around their around their pool. I was having a conversation with uh, Jake Wolf, the wild man himself, last night. Yeah, Wolfie. Wolfie boy, you, you know, if everyone knows of him. Yeah, you've at like, least seen him. You recognize you've, the face. Yeah, if I show you a video of him dancing, you're gonna know. That's the man, though. That's no disrespect. He is the fucking dude. Long hair, unbuttoned shirt. Dude, a lot of time. That motherfucker lives life to the fullest. And literally brings a smile to my face every time I see him. Yeah. Like, like he is a killer. Um, not like a real killer. Like, just like, you know, he just, he, it's, it's the same people. Yeah. You know. Figure of speech. Figure of speech. But uh, we were talking like, yeah, I mean, later in life, we're just going to, when we're older and, you know, we'll have more money in our pockets. I'm just going to have fucking like crystal lawn decorations. They're just going to be everywhere. Like it's going to be like my gravel. I'm just going to have like geode sidewalks, yeah, <laughs> driveways. <laughs> like hey, there's my crystals. Like, hey, it looks cool. Well, I was thinking about that cuz all these like comment they they ordered like 10 tons of rock to put around their house. Who? My parents. Oh, okay. And all these rocks are just so cool looking. Yeah. And, you know, you polish these things up and they shine. I've seen, like, rocks in raw form that are polished up and they just look awesome afterwards. Yeah. How much money would it cost to, like, use that as landscaping? That'd be some real bougie shit. It would be some bougie shit, but I bet there's a market for it. Yeah. Let's start polishing some rocks and yeah. see. I mean. We're getting we're getting yeah, the Dirty Hertz uh, rock mm-hmm. stuff. Could be, could be in... Our future merch. Yeah, rock stuff. Dirty Hurts. Never know. What's up, peeps? We're uh, people of many trades. Many talents. Many interests. Pro streamers, pro podcasters, pro producers slash DJs. We just wear many hats. Amateur (laughs) astronomers. Yeah, yeah, very amateur astronomers. Um, But yeah. I want to actually go to uh, the observatory there at Butler. I've never been to it. I haven't either. But the telescope is free viewing. Oh, giving the telescope to the people. Yep. I like cool. that. Man, that's uh, that's part of our, you know, expanding our knowledge. We mm-hmm. should totally do that. That could be a, 
you know, a little episode. We could shoot a little dirty five to ten little field trip. Dirty hurts field trip. Mm-hmm. I like. I like. No, I think I think those kind of things would be fun. Um, we talked about that earlier. Different, different experiences. Yep. And yeah, we have houses. we have a couple things we're thinking about, and you know, we're looking to the Dirty Hertz community to kind of help us figure out where we want to go. So we have a couple things that we're thinking about wanting to do, um, and you know. After you give us, after you listen to this podcast, you know, reach out and let us know what you think. So, here's what we got, just brewing up in our minds. We want to go and do some haunted houses. Yep. Mike has shared with me earlier, just you know, uh, just shooting the shit that he is a huge haunted house lover. Yeah, it's a kind of a weird, weird thing that yeah. I just love to go enjoy. And you, you did like a he did a whole trip around like the country or at least did like a extended trip finding and going to the best haunted houses. Yeah. We, I've gone on several trips like this. Several. Yeah. Damn. Um, he is uh, a traveled man. He you. might not know words, nope. but he knows haunted houses. I know my scares. <laughs> scares <laughs> and terrors. Yep. Uh, Missouri has some good ones. Okay. Mizzou. Um, shout out Mizzou. Yeah, um, you know, have you, have you ever heard of Waverly Hills? It's the tuberculosis <sighs> sanitarium down in Kentucky. Man, that literally just scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it's well, they do like haunted tours and stuff through it, <sighs> but then they build a whole haunted house in it. It's you know, it's supposed to be some activity. Now, I'm I'm pretty skeptical on any of that stuff. Oh, you're skeptical? Very, very skeptical. I very much believe in like yeah. the paranormal realm of activity shit. really yeah so we you know we talked about this and you said you were completely out about getting a ouija board oh for sure yeah but, but why because you're opening up a portal that's like a real thing no i mean so a ouija board was developed by people trying to con other people in the early 1800s oh man okay so all i know is i have a very good source I want to know. I, I honestly, I'm I would text, love to be wrong on any of this shit. I'm going to text yeah. her right now. Maybe that's why I'm very interested in it. Um, I'm going to text her right now. And I'm going to yeah. see if she would be available to explain why it. Ouija boards are a bad idea. I would love it. So let's put a pause on this conversation. Okay. Make a note. Let's come back to this. And I'm going to I'm gonna shoot her a message and and see... Hopefully, she's got some time. No, and, you know, I never mean to ever be disrespectful on any of these things. Cause well, then watch I'm, your mouth. I'm interested. Watch your mouth. it's hard for me just to believe. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. It's hard for me to believe just hearing experiences without anything backed up on it. Now, I know that, you know, we could be limited to what we can understand by our technologies, and our technologies may not be able to. How do you spell Ouija board? It's like O I U J A. Yes, I was just corrected on that today. For some reason, I was spelling it with a Q. That's another word. Add it to the list. Thirty-three words. Religious believers believe that it may result in a form of possession or a doorway to unknown dimensions or a doorway to unknown dimensions hmm 
But it was literally just a game based on the, I forget what the term is, but it's like small muscle movements mm-hmm. that are subconsciously happening. Mm-hmm. And after this podcast, I'll show you something like people do it with a pendulum. Yeah. Where you can make it swing different ways and do circles just based on thinking about it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll show you. And it, it, there's, there's a lot of studies on both sides that can show, but I've seen so many things debunked that I used to believe in that make me skeptical of a lot of things. See, like, I be- the thing is, like, I haven't done my research on Ouija boards. I just believe this shit because, like, I... Um, oh, it's not her area of expertise. You know, she claims to be a witch, but apparently... Wow, Chelsea. If there's anybody out there wow. that is an expert in this, and I did this shout-out, too, on Love Day Weekly. If you guys haven't heard that podcast, go check it out. It's ran by our buddy Doug. He goes by Synchronoise. Not a witch. But, so, I haven't done my, like, full due diligence on Ouija boards. But, it's just, like, what good will come out of it? Like, there's only, like, it's scary, first off. And it's only potentially going to fuck some shit up. Well, I mean, it could also, maybe it's going to tell me to choose the right path in life. No, you're going to tell yourself. But maybe my subconscious is speaking to me, you know, like, they say trust your instincts. And maybe my instincts come out in that board. So if I'm asking it questions about my life, maybe I'm just telling myself what I already knew. Nope. And just, you know. Go for it, Mike. This is what your path is. It could be. We can do that without summoning a portal of demons to come through. But I, I'm I'll, not... you can just we can just talk, and I'll just fucking tell you to just go for it, Mike. Oh well, thank you. I yeah, appreciate there the you go. And yeah. now we don't have a, a demon portal open. But you know, it's it mean more to me if a board told me. Oh, okay, cool. Sp- spelling it out. Well, I appreciate you. You like the board more than. Your homie, but yeah, I mean, I digress. But like, the as far as spirituality and you know, you think of ghosts or just spirits and stuff. I, I've never had any uh, experience like that myself. But I have someone close to me who I trust very much. So, who has had experiences of seeing ghosts, seeing spirits, feeling them. Like, and I'm never going to say that this person is wrong or crazy. I, like, I know they're literally one of the smartest people I know mm-hmm. most with it. And so the fact is, I'm like, I'm not going to say you're wrong. Because if you're no. coming at me and saying, I've seen these things, I know who you are. I trust you. Like, you've seen them then. No, and I, I agree with that. I'm not here to say anybody's wrong about what they believe or what they've experienced. Yeah. It's the fact that I haven't seen it and that I haven't experienced it that makes me not believe it mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I can believe what you're saying, but yeah. for me to know that it's actually... I, I believe your experience was real. Yeah. I don't understand how that experience happened to you. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, I get that. And Yeah, you, I mean, a lot of people, or I don't know a lot of people, you mm-hmm. need to see it for yourself to believe it. I and a lot of things. will trust this one on the... I'll say, yep, I believe it. Cool. I'm gonna take a step back. I don't need to see it. I'm well, good. You know, Maddie just pulled up a thing about MTB. MTB. Yep. She just pulled something up about Ouija boards contacting the lower spirit. Astral plane. 
uh, the spirits on the lower level of the astral plane. Mm-hmm. And so I I practice that. I practice meditation and astral projection. Okay. But and even though I've experienced those kind of things, and you have like, you can put yourself into another world, basically. You know, in in your head. Yeah, you can be anywhere you want to be. But I also know that. Everything we see is just a recreation of what our eyes are taking in from the electromagnetic spectrum, you know, mm-hmm. and that that image is recreated in our brains. So our brain has the capabilities of recreating an entire world. What if it's recreating things you've seen from like a past life? It could be. It yeah. could be. And I've, you know, I've done all these things and I try not to, I still partake in it. You know, yeah. I still enjoy doing it and practice it. But do I say that it's a spiritual thing or that my mind isn't just that powerful that it can do that for me? Yeah. I don't know. I think it can be both. I mean, be. I think it takes a strong mind to get to that point of where you're, you can respect the fact that you might not know. And it could just be both. Mm-hmm. And it might not be either or. But it's like, I don't know, your, your brain is capable of amazing things but there's also amazing things that are constantly going on in this universe in this world so it's like for sure that shit's gonna collide well we still don't even know what consciousness is yeah it's still a still a marvel to us yeah to really understand that so there's so many things that are unexplained that's why i'm not i just that's the truth i just don't know but i i like to look at the stuff and read about it Uh and Try to understand it and hear people's experiences. Yeah. And I mean, you're not wrong. Go and do this stuff myself. And yeah, I'm just not going to fuck with a Ouija board. Yeah. I, it's I mean, like it's a couple of things I don't fuck with. Like Ouija boards, uh, two, like, like scary twins at the end of a hallway. <laughs> like, you know, young kids. Like, like, get them out of here. If I'm going to fucking punt a child. Well, I am going to do it one day unless somebody talks me out of it. Somebody, this is everybody's chance to save me. And. If after I do it, I'll let you guys know when I do it. If I start acting really weird, we might need to call an exorcist. I mean, that's going to be hard because you're already freaking weird. <laughs> different. If different. I different. different. Yeah, if I act more weird. Yeah. But um, so going back to what we're talking about, experiences for the Dirty Hurts podcast we're thinking about. Haunted Houses. Um, we want to go to an amusement park. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to go play some damn paintball. Paintball, I'm totally down. And then there's another one we've been thinking about is going to a sweat lodge oh, and yeah. doing like a real, like Native American sweat lodge ceremony. Yeah, someone who's going to be on the podcast soon was yeah. talking to us about that. We have an inside man who wants to give us this experience because he's awesome he recognizes that we're trying to do some cool things in this world um and so i think that's that's going to be something coming up on the pod in maybe a month or so mm-hmm. we're going to have a it's an indigo child indigo child but you know he talked with his was it his medicine man as well i'm not, sure. I'm not sure who it was he talked with okay but there was someone else who's with him I think helps with the sweat lodge who wants to come on the pod and yeah. talk about some realness. Yeah. I can't wait to talk to him about Ouija board. I wonder, he'll probably tell you to go fuck yourself, he Mike. He could. He could tell me that. And I might listen. He might not, though. Because, you know, Mike said he needs to see it for himself. 
I'm sorry, did you want one? No. No, MTB didn't. What wood? God, it's garbage. <laughs> it gets better uh, the more you drink. It's so garbage. Uh, um, so we got some shows coming up, though. Again. Man, they're back. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like we're like full-fledged into this. Again. Yeah. It's, and like, that, it's about to happen. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as of what? So 31st, that's Tuesday, right? Yeah. Or Wednesday. Um, if you're, what, 18 or older in the state of Indiana and want to get the uh, COVID vaccine, yeah. you're able to get it. You are able to get it. Yeah. I know me personally, I know there's a lot of people um, who aren't going to go ahead and get it. And people, you know, you're obviously allowed to make the decision you feel is best for you. But I'm ready. I'm yep. going to be first in line. Uh, and I'm going to do the damn thing. And that's terrifying because I hate needles. <laughs> well, personally, I, I think I'm going to wait. And it's not because I'm scared of vaccines or anti-vax or mm-hmm. anything. We talked about that. My my allergies from a lot of other vaccines I've been. I know for the flu vaccine, it's egg-based. Mm-hmm. I've heard the COVID vaccine is not egg-based. Okay. But one of the things I read said, if you have allergies, which I have allergies to everything. Mm-hmm. The list is... Grass, right? Like, grass is one of them, grass. right? Grass. Ma- so, the man's allergic to grass. So they do a test, and it's... Uh, it's um, I forget. It's immediate responses and delayed responses, like IgB and IgG. I could have those yeah. acronyms wrong. Either way. Yeah, and... And then there's different levels with those. So I, I was allergic to lettuce to a degree. Oh, the um, good old Latouche. Yeah. <laughs> it was like beef, fish, um, zucchini, artichoke, squash, beans. Those are the things I can eat. Man, I there's love a, a good zucchini. Like like, things. I can eat you, zucchini. Oh, you can. I can. Okay, I was going to say, all those things you just listed are like some of my favorite foods. I was going to yeah. be so sad for you. A lot of fish I can eat. Sturgeon. Sturgeon. I well, there we go. Sturgeon I, Moon coming up. Dirty Hurts podcast. Dirty, yeah. yeah, Mike's going to just smash as much sturgeon as he can. Oh, man. Going to get in a sturgeon coma. <laughs> Write that down. I don't think I've ever eaten sturgeon before. Well, you're about to catch it and eat it in the same day. Raw. There's, there's something really rewarding. Like I, I don't think I could be a hunter just because deer and stuff are really cute. Yeah. But I do love some venison. No, like, I like so I couldn't be, like, I'm not, obviously I'm not a hunter. I, but I like, was questioning. I don't know if you were or not. No, it's I'm not, not that obvious. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if you look at me, I don't. You'd really stick out. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like, I know I could if I had to. You know, if I was if I was fucking hungry, yeah, no, that deer's going down. You know, but no, if I can go down the street and get myself a nice, you know, some nice carnitas, I don't need to take a deer out. No, I'm gonna get those carnitas. I do love eating meat yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. No, shit's tasty. Very. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your like go-to meat? Like, or is it, you know a steak, a hamburger? Like, what's your I do love steak. I love smoked meats. Yeah. Like. Yeah, they're so delicious. Yeah, I know. I think there's a lot more carcinogens with smoked meat, isn't there? Is there? 
Um, I don't have a huge knowledge base on smoked meats, but well, I, I could no, definitely see that connection point. I have no credentials to really be speaking on the subject either, but I'm just saying what I've heard, the word on the street. Word is, on the street is yeah. carcinogens everywhere in your smoked meats. Yep. Watch out, folks. You heard it here. <laughs> yeah, um, from an unreliable source. <laughs> from an unreliable <laughs> source who just said he doesn't know much. Yes. So take that with a grain of salt. What about you? Oh, go-to meats? Man, a good burger just always smacks, but if I'm doing a steak, I'm getting, I don't know, a filet or, you know, New York strip. Man, if I if I want to get a really good steak and really ball out, like a dry-aged porterhouse or mm. a ribeye. I've never had like a dry-aged, like, like, a, like a, what is it, butter-aged? Have you seen those before? No, Where no. they'll like literally... S- encase the whole thing in butter and like sit it out and like it's dry aged and it's damn it's a whole new thing and then they they'll like cut it so it's like the whole and then they'll cut your steak with the butter around it and then they cook damn. it they cook it with the butter so it's just like a it's a whole thing but they'll dry age it for like a fucking long time like months that's crazy and it gives it like a whole new flavor it's more yeah. robust and uh, more complex, but uh-huh. the meat is so much more tender because it yeah. breaks down all those tendons and yep. it it's the truth, man. It's it hits. really good. It hits. You're gonna pay like ninety dollars at a steakhouse for one, but yeah, I think they have them at Whole Foods or uh, that's that's why you got to go to Mexico, man. Yeah, yeah. I had just came back from. I love Mexico. It's literally the greatest place in the world. America has us fooled thinking mm-hmm. that this is the dream. This is not the dream. I love America. Yeah. I love where we are. But Mexico, dude, it is the shit. If you have the ability to work remotely and anywhere, you know, mm-hmm. you know, go. Because you can live way beyond your mean, you know, way beyond what you could hear. Yeah. Or, and it's just, you can, it, it, the people are fucking fantastic. The food is always great. And it's just a simple, happy life, man. Like, it's it's the best. I So I came back from vacation recently. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to give the name out of this place I go because... It's a secret. It's a secret. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who know me know. Eventually, you might know. But you have to like, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast first. And then slide, into and then slide and into my DMs. And then I'll think so. about it. And follow Teo. But like you, I go to this this town, and you can go. You go to the nicest restaurant, and you get a steak that would in the U.S. would probably cost eighty dollars, and they're like fifteen bucks. And you just live like a king, and you just you come back here, and you're like, man, I'm not anything here. Let me go yeah. back to Mexico where I can just live like a king for pennies on the dollar. For real, you're fucking up. You're in the states. Go to Mexico. Well, you know, and I feel the same way. Um, I talk about Thailand a lot just because I, I love the place. And I, I've only been twice, so I'm not like an Only expert been on to Thailand twice. Well, that's still to to talk like I know what it's about there because yeah. I don't. But the yeah, time, but you, I mean, you, you've experienced it at least. Well, I spent an extended amount of time there yeah. last time just because I had to. Yeah. Um, but it's just like you say, it's a more simple way of life. You know, it's just... 
Are we allowed to say why you had to spend extra time there? Yeah, we are. Even though I do want to, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. But okay. No, no. I because of COVID. Yeah. You know, I I traveled there. Kind of almost. I almost didn't go. I canceled my flight uh-huh. because things were getting bad over there. Was there like, were you going there for a reason or were you just going there to, to for vacation? Well, my sister and nephews were going there and, okay. you know, my mom was worried about them going by themselves. Yeah. So she's like, oh, you're, I can't believe you canceled your flight. I'm so scared they're going to another country by themselves. Okay. And so I'm like, all right, I'll go. Um, and as soon as I got over there, everything got shut down here. Yep. So then it was kind of like, well, do I get back on a flight and go back there? Or yeah. Do I, you know, all the Airbnbs dropped in rates because no one was traveling. Yep. So I got this dope, dope condo, like two <laughs> Just stories. Just living it up. For super cheap. Yeah. And stayed there for about a month. Oh, man. Yeah, it was, it was sick. It was probably one of the highlights of my life dude that's um, that yeah i mean that's great when was yeah, this that was a year ago i would be in there right now so like a year ago to like to yeah. like right now mm-hmm. wow so that's exciting yeah it was cool but so go but on with time just the same I thing hear more. as mexico like it's a more simple way of life where you're just kind of providing for your family mm-hmm. just enough to keep live going your life. you know it's not all about obtaining as much money as you possibly can yeah it's about obtaining enough money to live a life that's fulfilling to be comfortable to make sure everyone has enough yeah and and that's how i like that's where i struggle so much with because like that's all i want for me Mm -hmm. like all my friends like if if i have extra i'm gonna give as as much as i can you know to to -hmm. everyone around me and there's so many people who don't want to do that there's so many people who are just trying to hoard everything. You're like, what? what? Yeah. Why? Like, why? Why? Well, you know, and I've talked about this before, but I had a pretty good spot with McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, and my path to it was going to be pretty comfortable uh, money-wise. At least. Yeah, you saw your whole life ahead of you. Yeah, I knew that. As far as career goes. Yeah, and I, I knew that from an early early age yeah. that I could do this, and I was going to make a bunch of money doing mm-hmm. it. and. Um, have money to do whatever I wanted with. You know, I was going to be owner operator, and at one point, at some point in my life, I just realized that you know having all that money isn't going to make me happy. There's yeah. all these other things I want to do, yeah. especially at the age I was, that I'm not doing because of this whole cycle yeah. of things to to get to that goal. And there's other ways I can make money yeah. to sustain my lifestyle and enjoy it along the way. Exactly. It's not about getting to that end point and just having a pile of money at the well, end. And it's like, oh, would I like, to, you know, would I like to have a good amount of money? Of course. Yeah. You know, would I like to not have to worry and have everything covered? Yeah, we all do. For sure. You know, but it's like, I don't want to know my end destination mm-hmm. 40 years before I'm getting there, you know? For real. Like, this shit is about the journey and mm-hmm. every single thing we can do from here until we get there. And who wants to get to the end and be like, man, well, now I have enough money. I could try to be a producer. Yeah. You know, I can I can produce me. And you're just like, well, I just, my whole life just passed me up just so I could get to the end and have enough money to live Pay at for the my end. hospice. Yeah. You know? It's like, what? No, that's not the life. No, and, um, you know, things... I haven't made as much money since I stopped doing yeah. that, obviously. Um, but the experience, these last three years have been so, so fulfilling. Yeah. So much, so more, so much more different than I expected my life to yep. be. And just 
having the ability to pursue some of these interests and get into these things. So, mm-hmm. you know, playing that first open decks, I remember thinking like, oh, it'd be so awesome to be able to share the stage with some of these people I look yeah. up to. And, you know, Figure was one of them. Yeah. And then me and Forrest got to play on one of Figure's shows, and it's like, you did. Bro, we were just thinking, yeah, thinking you a while back. This is check. Something. Yeah, and now, now once that happened, you have new goals. And, yeah, you know, it's one wanting to be that person that people are Dude, wanting to play with. And I'm like, uh, so like, I'm right there right now with my my video game streaming because, mm-hmm. uh, like. So when COVID started, I was working at Elenco, you know, Animal Health. You know, it was mm-hmm. Eli Lilly's uh, Animal Health Division. And I, was okay. wor- and I had been there for a year, um, and they, they just hired me on. I was getting, you know, I was making a lot of money, good mm-hmm. money. Um, but, like, I was, I couldn't be myself, you know. It was very white collar. Yeah. And it's not necessarily I didn't like the people, but... I couldn't be myself, you know. I was I, I was just having long hair. I was the the odd man out, you know. Mm-hmm. So when COVID hit and things, I was like, you know, I'm needing a shake up. Yeah. You know the before I left the we ha- I had a boss and he's like, what are your goals? And I sat back and I'm like, I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, like what are you working towards? I'm like, I literally don't don't know. I'm, like, kind of just working, collecting paychecks, and just doing whatever. Um, and so this last year has been, like, a huge kind of awakening awakening for me and kind of figuring out, like, what are you trying to do, dude? Because I have plenty of people who talk to me, and they're just, like, I know, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I have some power in me to do something special or some gift in me to share with people. And that's what the streaming thing for me, like, I've been knocking, I started it, that was a goal, just mm-hmm. to start. And then, you know, I keep attaining new goals and keep setting new goals. Yeah. And so I just keep more satisfaction and more satisfaction because I'm reaching these goals and I'm, cre- I'm doing it, you know, myself and I, you know, obviously with support, but it's so cool to have goals and to work with them and to cross those things off the list. For sure. You yeah. know, and then just keep building. And it's so fulfilling and man, like for the, for, you know, the first time in like years, like I'm waking up and I'm like excited to do some shit. Yes. You know, like same thing with this podcast. At first I was so nervous. I talked to Seth about, he, you know, he kept saying like, I want to do a podcast with you. Come and do it. And I just for, you know, a month or two or, you know, a month and a half, but just was like, uh, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't think so. You know, when I was a little, like, tipsy or something, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm all down. And the next day, I'm like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. That's crazy talk. And then, you know, we'd do the first episode or do the first podcast, and it was so enjoyable. So it's it's just, I don't know, man. It's such, I know this this last year for so many people has been tragic and, you know, really hard and and I'm I'm not saying it wasn't hard on me or you know anyone else but I it forced me to take like a step back look inward and you know work on myself and just figure shit out and be like what are you doing dude yeah you know I'm like that that age of you know I'm 28 so it's just like in that weird position where you're just 
It's a time to pivot or stay You can still. do anything yeah. you want to. You can keep doing what you like. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. And I do not regret it one bit, you Same. know? Like, even if nothing, even if riches don't come, even if fame doesn't come, like, I'm not doing that. Like, just interacting with friends and, you know, today, like, the, today was my most successful stream. And just the interactions I'm having with friends while playing video games. And just, I love video games already. Yeah. And I love my friends. And so it's cool just to think that at one point, you know, I have I had 20 something people watching me at one point. Yeah. Like imagine a room with those 20 people in it. You're going to be like, damn, this is kind of packed. Really? And yeah. all these people are just here to interact with me and watch me play video games. It's crazy. Like how cool is that? Like, yeah. like I don't know. It, from a year ago to where I was telling myself I could do it, but making up all the excuses to now, mm -hmm. it's just night and day difference. Well, I think we're almost like programmed with those excuses because that's what society tells us to do. Um, just, yeah, yeah, I'm down for another for sure. Um, that delicious tequila. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Go for it, Mike. So, yeah, we, you know, we follow all these things and, you know, I may have even said this on the podcast before, but beforehand i was kind of working a job to to just like work a job well yeah and or just like keep the gears moving you're like i'm not really sure what i'm doing well almost because people would when people ask you what you do that you give them that that answer and you don't want them to be like oh well wait what are you actually doing but yeah like but what's your, like your plan yeah what are you gonna do when you're older yeah like, they give you that look like because so Music? many people follow Music? That. Yeah, exactly. What do you and, mean? You know, there there is that whole starving artist thing out there. Yeah. But look, I mean, look at NFTs right now. Yeah. I mean, there's people making millions on these. Oh, yeah. That were, you know, maybe a year ago just playing around in VR paint. Yeah, you know, just exactly. screwing around, just fulfilling their passion. Well, and that's the thing, you know, you talk about the music industry. Like, you know, you're doing what you love, but there's you're also doing things on the side and staying connected with the music industry. So it's like you get to do what you love and then you also get to do other things that you're staying in that realm of things. And, yeah. you know, those you're picking up money here, there working, you know, it's, it's a possibility. And a lot of people try to make it like you need to make it, you know, mm -hmm. you need to be, on Billboard 100, you need to be. And it's like you don't have to be this superstar to do what you want to do and just be happy. Yeah, and and honestly, it doesn't matter to me if I become a yeah, superstar. Exactly. Ever. I'm just happy being around what I'm doing. Yeah, having the time to be with family and friends, mm -hmm. and just to do what I want to do in life. Um, I I feel much more in control of where I can go with things. Uh rather than getting my three weeks of vacation a year. Yeah, telling the them when get, you can take off. Yeah, like, those are the three times I get to actually fuck out enjoy of my life every year, three yeah. weeks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's crazy. And then you just go home and get rested and recharged to go back and do something yep. you hate doing. Yeah. And wears you down just yep. so you can get those three weeks of the year. Yeah, punching a fucking time clock to punch a time clock. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean... Don't get me wrong. I still have to work and do things. Yeah. And do things I don't want to do to yeah. make some money. No, like it's not all sunshine and rainbows. No. But, like, you're you're doing it for you. Exactly. You know, it's it's 
it is about you, and that's what you need to do. Because at the end of the day, you're you got you. You know, mm-hmm. you need to make you happy. You need to fulfill yourself. Yeah. If you're not fulfilled, dude, you're just gonna be miserable. And life isn't meant to be lived miserably. There's a term for it, but it's the point of your life, like when you're on your deathbed and you look back and think about your life. Yeah. Was that actually what I wanted to do? Yeah. No regrets. Yeah, and I I don't want to be there and think. Shit, I should have tried this. Yeah. I should have done this. Yeah. Even if you fail, screw it. You could have failed at the thing you hated doing that yeah. you thought, thought everybody told you to do and mm-hmm. was the right path. You can still fail, fail at that. Yeah. And that would be much more crippling to me in my psyche and everything uh-huh. than if I fail at giving my all to something I love. Yeah. And enjoy doing. Dude, it's, it's, life is meant to be lived, to be experienced, to be tried, to be failed, and to succeed, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. it's all. You're not, it's a struggle. It's, it's everything, you know? Yeah. And like, I don't, it, oh, I'm so happy that I forced myself out of that situation. For real. And left my job and was like, go try something. Go take your time back. Like, Mm -hmm. get control of you, you know? Like, I'm not here anymore to give myself to some corporations to just because that's what people think you need to do. Like, we all have special abilities, special skills. Some, you know, some people would say I have a very special set of skills. (laughs) Liam Neeson, to be in fact. But um, it's just, like... We're all powerful beings, and once you, like, look inside and you're just like, what the hell do I want to do? And you, like, you know what you want to do. You know, yeah. like, you, you know it. You, you feel it, and just just do it, man. It's mm-hmm. like like the great philosopher Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. And whether you fail or succeed, whatever. But at least you fucking did it. Yeah. Or tried to do it. Well, and even that, there's so many opportunities nowadays where you don't have... I mean, you can do it all yourself. Yeah. You can do the marketing. You can reach out to people. But you people. don't have to, no. Yeah. You can you can hustle on your own. Yeah. And, you know, I, I really like a lot of what Gary Vee says, and I wish his He's stuff was around. I, I wish his stuff was around when I was, like, 20. Yeah. Because I might have chosen to do this stuff earlier then mm-hmm. and said, screw it, I'm going to do all my fucking up when i'm young instead of start it when i'm 30 yeah and but still you know it's better late than never and uh, well yeah. and it's like maybe if you would have done that when you were early like younger you would have tried it and said nah the same for me yeah yeah you know you would have tried it and maybe not been as good and not had the mindset or the, sh- the strength to be like you know i'm gonna need to keep working on it and massaging this and it's a skill it's very possible. I mean, I mean, all my experiences I've had with McDonald's and just yeah. life in general have brought me to where I am in my mental state and how I yeah. do things now. So you know, I feel like you're only you're in control of what you want to do. You know, if, if you're failing at it, try yeah. it differently. Yeah. Try to do a different one. Well, you know, you're, with your experiences, experiences with McDonald's, like I guarantee that helped you a lot with what you're doing with Indie Mojo now. Yeah. You know, with... Mm-hmm. You're you're starting to take control, or starting to be given more responsibility yeah, and doing yeah. things, and just more responsibility. Guarant- yeah, more no control. He just is gonna do what he's told. <laughs> I'm sorry, but 
McDonald's gave you experience and you take that on and you're just, you know, it's, it's all part of the, it's the journey. It's the freaking journey. Yeah. Freaking see PC. Yeah. You're getting good. Yeah, it didn't it. sound as nerdy either. No, I mean a little bit, Whatever. but it's just probably your voice. Cool. Pro yeah. streamer. <laughs> so anyways, I, we're coming to an end here, I think. Coming to an end here, but we want to do just a little look ahead for, um, kind of what's going on in the music scene this next week. Um, I don't know. Hit him with it, Mike. Yeah, what we got on going Thursday, on Thursday. We have Frozen Turtle, who is a badass at music and visuals. Um, you know, he does some really cool shit live. So yep. definitely go check him out. He's a homie. Yep. He actually made my favorite shirt I ever wear. It's made out of recycled water bottles. Nice. Save the turtles. Super comfortable. Save the turtles. Yep. Um, and I know. So I think next week's episode. Of Dirty Hurts, is that going to be with? Hopefully, it'll be with Indigo Child. We'll okay. try to. But um, I know. Uh, I guess we can we can wait to touch on the collage event until. Yeah, that'll be. Uh, that's the following that's week. The following which week. is going to be a banger. Yeah, it's going to be a banger. Um, but something I wanted to talk about real quick. I know we talked about the Souls Boys earlier, um, and talking with just all of them last night. They got some cool shit brewing up. Yeah, I know they've been. Like I said, that event last night was killer. Yeah, I wish I could have gone. It had all the right vibes and hit all the right tunes. Um, and it was just a fam event. But I know um, there's a Moody Mix coming out April 2nd. Um, and then on April 9th, they have a Brown Bear in Doomba collabs. Doomba? D-E-W-M-B-A? Hmm, I don't know. We'll figure that one out. Mm-hmm. Um just a bunch of releases coming out for the Solus label over there, the Solus Presents, so yeah, stay they've, tuned. They've been doing some really cool shit. Yeah. And, um, I mean, they got some really good people with them. Yeah. And, you know, Yum Yum, I know them pretty well. They're, yep. they're awesome people. Uh, that mix Wiley Coyote put out. Dude, Wiley's a madman. He dropped some yeah. fucking bangers last night. I believe it, man. Yeah, he's, I, he's he, he fucking killed it. And it was... Uh, Rents like I haven't got the chance to listen to him. I know I was talking with Akimbo and Weewa, and he go, and they were both just shouting praise. And they're like, "This guy is probably the best producer in indie." Like, I be- I believe it. Like, he is. He throws the fa- my favorite sets I see. Around yeah, indie. like and and that was the first time I'd ever caught something of his, and I was blown away. Yeah, I've only talked to him a few times, but he's just a super cool. He seemed humble, a super chill earth guy. Yeah, yeah super super like chill. Just a real dope dude. Um, and that was my first uh, time I've got to see Jordan Moody, too. And that shit was, he was throwing, dude, literally the whole Solus team. And yeah, they're the, talented. It was dudes. cool. It was super cool. And um, yeah, that just stay tuned. That is sick. Yeah. Right I'm sure they have more. Or, they, I mean, they might not because that Everyone's shit's fresh. Wearing. And there's a lot of people wearing them. Yeah, so I'm sure, yeah, I mean, if there's a demand, they'll get Shout them. out Solus fam. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll be. Uh, We'll see you on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, Hopefully we'll get some of these videos uploaded on YouTube soon. Yeah, but That's if our not, next step. It's, it'll go on our OnlyFans. Yeah. They, hopefully some of you guys checked it out. But, <laughs> yeah, that novel was a real, <laughs> real ride. Real snoozer. Yeah. Uh, More and, candles and, hopefully, and dimmer you know, lights next time. Hopefully High Fives wants to stay a part of this project. If not, I mean... 
Slow boy and tail got it down. Yeah, I mean, DM him. Uh, yeah, check on him. Make sure he's good. Yeah, give him give him some shit about not being here. Yeah, um, I mean, motivate him. Tell him it wasn't the same yeah. without him. He's got to get his mind right. Yeah, for sure. Nuck if you buck. <laughs> but um, appreciate you all for listening. Yeah, um, check us out. Obviously, we're on Spotify. Please, if there's anybody you think would want to enjoy the sweet sounds of the dirty hearse podcast please share it with them pass it on to your friends we're trying to grow this organically um just like we do with everything yeah i mean send us some dms on instagram let us know what you guys think let us know what and what experiences you're wanting us to go do live for y'all yeah dope um well that's it thanks y'all later peace out Teo here. I know uh, we just finished up episode five, but I just want to take a second and say thank you all for listening. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, Mike's heart, Seth's heart, even though he didn't want to be here today, we love every single one of you for taking the time out of your day to give us just any time you have. Please go rate, review, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify. We are working on getting it up on Apple Podcasts as well. Please follow us on our Instagram at Dirty Hertz, D-I-R-T-Y-H-Z. And please, if there's someone out there that you think would get a kick out of our podcast and our content, pass it along. Invite them to the group. Let's curate this shit. Love you guys. Peace.